architecture has a beneficial effect to change our lives for the better. Episode 85. This is The Business of Architecture. If you're paralyzed by a voice in your head, it's the standing still that should be scaring you instead. Go on and do it anyway. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. Welcome to the Business of Architecture podcast, helping architects conquer the world. And here's your host, Enoch Sears. Hey, Architect Nation. I am your host, Enoch Bartlett Sears. And today's episode is a special release. The American Institute of Architects has had its fair share of criticism from architects here in the U.S. Membership fees too high architects not seeing any benefit in joining, the AIA catering to large firms rather than the interests of smaller firms and sole practitioners. Well, the AIA leadership has heard us, the members of the AIA, as well as non-members, and two years ago they started a process to reshape and rechart a direction for the AIA. They started out by reaching out and finding the challenges facing architects through surveys and what we think the AIA should be doing to support us. So they, they surveyed thousands of architects, both AIA members and non-members, clients and the general public. And the AIA calls this reshaping, this initiative, repositioning. Well, this past Friday, December 12, 2014, the AIA kicked off a multi-year public awareness campaign with a video titled, I Look Up. And you can find it over at ilookup.org. The AI has an aggressive media campaign that will play out in the near future, and I want to get your thoughts on this campaign. The goal of this campaign is to heighten the awareness about what architects do and how we influence and shape the built environment with the overall goal of benefiting design, the built environment, and architects all over the world. In this episode of Business of Architecture, I bring you an exclusive interview with Robert Ivey, FAIA, the CEO of the American Institute of Architects, and we discuss this national awareness campaign. As always, I want to thank BQE Software for their financial support of Business of Architecture, which allows me to continue to bring you these shows. This month only, you can win an iPad Mini 3 by registering for a live walkthrough of ArchiOffice. You've heard me talk about it before, so now's your chance to take a look under the hood and decide for yourself if this software can help you manage your firm better. Go sign up for your no-obligation demo over at businessofarchitecture.com forward slash demo. If you want to be famous and get a shout-out on the show, please head on over to Business of Architecture on iTunes and leave me a review. It really keeps me going to hear those reviews and know that you all are out there listening. I'll read your feedback right here on the air. And now on with today's show. Thanks, Robert, for taking the time out of your schedule. It's good to have you on today. Good to be here. Yeah, you bet. And so this call is concerning the National Public Awareness Campaign, which I understand is part of the repositioning effort. Yes, it is. Uh, A critical part of it. Would you like for me to tell you about that? Yeah, please. Well, you know, uh, we began to look at the uh, organization, the association, but also the status of architects. And we did a large uh, research project, essentially a survey, touched 33,000 people, including members of the American Institute of Architects, our collaborators, our engineers and landscape architects and interior designers we work with, then way beyond that, out into clientele and to the public at large. And they told us uh, several really key things. One, that 
they really like architects. I mean, the, the, the data shows it, and it's irrefutable. I mean, this is a, a survey that was uh, so large and so comprehensive. But they have no idea what architects do. So there's a, there's a gap, a gap between what they admire and what they know. So part of the goal here uh, was to, in the course of changing the association for the 21st century, was also to heighten the value and relevance of today's architects. They, if I go to a meeting, that's the one thing they all ask, uh, almost universally. Help us heighten our value. And the way to do that is have people understand us more completely. So we launched this public relations campaign to really answer those questions and to ultimately heighten the value and relevance of architects and members of the AIA through the process. Okay. Were there any surprises from that survey process that happened in terms of the repositioning? You know, anything that was surprising or shocking that, that you guys hadn't anticipated? I think it was a, a great surprise to us to understand that uh, people don't, how little people know or understand what architects do. So this is a huge gap uh, in public, not only perception, but in knowledge. So uh, I would say that was the first and the real big uh, shock to us. We thought that you know, only 2% of people in the world will ever engage an architect, but 100% of people use architecture. Uh, they, they go to schools, they go to hospitals, and the entire built world, uh, as we know it, of any scale or size, every city, is primarily designed by architects. So architects have had, I think, um, uh, a heightened sense of who we are, but we now know that most people do not... Uh, really understand the the architect or the architect's role. Okay, and so that's part of the public awareness campaign that's happening now that was kicked off on the 12th of December with uh, primarily a video that I saw. Are there any other an additional uh, media or collateral out there besides the I Look Up video? Oh, yes, yes, yes. This is actually a three-year campaign, and uh, it this is the first... Uh, I guess, the, the, the first effort. But in the course of this three-year campaign, uh, we have already outlined a number of things that are going to occur, and some are already available. Uh, the first is the video that is 90 seconds in length, and it is through social media. Uh, shortly after the first of the year, though, we're doing media buys in major markets on major outlets. For instance, we're doing talk shows, uh, Sunday talk shows. We're doing news outlets. Uh, we're doing major uh, golfing events. We're doing some print campaigns. And that's going to be a 30-second uh, lookup campaign that is extracted from the longer video. And I've already seen it, and it's very, very powerful. It's pungent. It pulls, I guess, the heart of the message out, and uh, which is great. And beyond that, though, everyone who go, sees the video or will see the advertisements are invited to uh, a website called ilookup.org. And on that site, you're, you know, you're confronted with a whole uh, gallery, literally, of architecture, and it invites your participation. So it's interactive just from the get-go. Then the second thing is that this isn't the only campaign we're going to do. Uh, starting in next year, we'll be planning the second phase of this campaign, and I'm not at liberty to say what that is, but it has a very different feel and a different message. 
uh, in the third year, it remains uh, undecided. I know that when we went to Austin, Texas and met with the advertising firm, uh, we outlined several opportunities for the future, and all were exciting. Uh, working with this uh, advertising firm, this PR firm, GSDNM, who are among the world's great uh, PR and marketing I would say almost geniuses. Uh, by the way, parenthetically, this is the group that launched Southwest Airlines when they had three airplanes, and, and they are still their primary uh, source, as well as Walmart and other major, major U.S. corporations. They've had Their success rate is, well, surprising, but it's all good. <laughs> uh, Nevertheless, they've outlined a whole, uh, you know, a whole course of work for us to do uh, over the next three years. So we're excited about moving forward. And every element of this has, I would say, a corollary with younger emerging architects to engage this new generation coming along as well as our general public. Okay. And in what way does it engage the new generation of architects, would you say? Well, uh, among other things, this launched with social media, and there will always be a social media aspect to this campaign. So uh, this is going out through, obviously, Twitter and Facebook and all the major media, uh, social media outlets. But beyond that, we're looking at a group of young filmmakers who are going to be involved in our next uh effort next year, uh, that we'll be planning next year, and those young filmmakers are actually going to be engaged in working with uh, subject matter that is perhaps uh, public-spirited and will engage the ethos of another generation. And they've outlined other opportunities for us as well that are exciting, uh, involving architects are in the pipeline. Okay. So, Robert, one year from now, or let's say let's say three years from now, if you were to uh, you know look back, what results from this public awareness campaign would lead you to feel that it had been successful? Well, there are a couple of ways. Obviously, we're going to be keeping up just with the metrics of it. Who's seen it? I mean, by numbers. How many people? Where? Um, we're already tracking that, and we've got the software doing that, following just the social media. And we'll be following the metrics, but I think ultimately if we've been able to, uh, let's say, inspire and enlighten our potential influencers, the people who live down the street from us, who literally will know more about what architecture is and what architects do, then I think we will have succeeded. Such that not only our clients, you know, they're the obvious ones we'd love to reach, but even more than that, we'd like to reach uh, the woman who's going to serve on a school board. We'd like to reach the person who may run for public office. Uh, we'd like to reach you know, the developer who is in, right now in graduate school and right now be th may be thinking, how do I achieve some goal for myself that will make my projects unique? So it runs the gamut, everything from the explicit client, I think, to the educated consumer, to the person who's uh, serving in some civic capacity, literally to the person who passes through the public spaces. Uh, we want people to know more about architecture, to understand its power to change our lives for the better, and uh, because that's what architects do every day. Excellent. Now, what are you personally most excited about regarding this campaign? Oh, gosh. Um, Enoch, I, I saw the first video, and I literally had a personal rush of emotion in seeing it. It's so good. 
it's beautiful. The images are beautiful. The music is great. The narration is superb. But beyond any of that, I mean, you could quibble about, you know, small details here and there. Uh, I think beyond any of that, it was that we have a champion. We have someone out on the front lines. People have been asking, as I go into chapters and meet members, help us. Give us something. Many of them remember an advertising campaign that we had a number of years ago, and we've not been at a point that we were ready to go public with this yet, and it's public now. So for me, the most gratifying thing is that it's there, and it's really good. And what are you most concerned about about this uh, campaign? Uh, the concerns would be that, um, you know, that it, I, I would hope that it will be able to reach the audiences that we intend and, uh, that it has the sort of pickup that we anticipate. It certainly looks as if it is going to, uh, but I'd hate for it to fizzle and because we're investing heavily in it, uh, and I'd hate for it not to lead to some, uh, to some of the larger goals that I've described to you or that we've discussed here. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen, and I would say that I'm not uh, demonstrably concerned at that level. Uh, but if that didn't happen, I would not be happy. And how would you suggest that AIA members, designers, architects get involved with this and contribute to make it uh, as successful as it can be? It will only be successful if they are involved, if AIA members and uh, the components. And it, gosh, it's going to give them wonderful tools for conversations. Uh, number one, they can do the explicit uh, role of reaching out. They can go through their contacts lists and tweet out the messages and send the links as they unfold. They can alert friends and, and colleagues in the design and construction industry, certainly, but really far beyond that, among their friends, relatives, uh, and the larger world, uh, to help get that sort of traction. We would love for this to go viral. I mean, it's beautiful enough and I think inspiring enough that it could for people who have no relationship to architecture whatsoever other than the fact that they inhabit the buildings, walk through the plazas, uh, go to the schools. <clears throat> so uh, AIA members can do that. The chapters can literally uh, empower their, com their members as advocates and uh, encourage uh, them through their own meetings and discussions that they can have on how to best penetrate the market where they live. In Fresno, California, in Sacramento, in San Francisco, these discussions could be held. And, you know, uh, they can be frank and honest ones where, that, uh, that are precipitated by the fact that there is now something out in the larger sphere. Not everybody's going to like everything they see. So architects are critical folks. Let them have that discussion among themselves. But <laughs> the main point is get that word out good, bad, or indifferent, the value of architecture to change all of our lives for the better. That is really what we're, that's what, what any of us does in the moment we wake up and dress in the morning. So currently everyone can go to ilookup.org, sort of a centralized yep. location to get. Are there any other channels that people should be dialed into to get the latest news about this campaign? We will be regularly updating through Twitter and through Facebook and other social media channels as well. So I think uh, people can certainly go to our website uh, at AIA.org, uh, but they can obviously, as you say, go to ilookup.org, but then we will be pushing through uh, social media. People have ample opportunity to dial into this.
Hey there, I just want to pause here for a second and remind you that this episode is supported by financial contribution from BQE Software. Many thanks go to them for making this show possible. And I just wanted to remind you that this month only, you can win an iPad Mini 3 when you get a walkthrough of ArchiOffice. Go check it out at businessofarchitecture.com forward slash demo. And what would you say is the main message? I know you've sort of hinted at it before. What was the main message that the AI and as architects were hoping that influencers get from this uh, heavy investment from the AI? Sure. Uh, architecture has a beneficial effect to change our lives for the better, period. I think that, <laughs> that, that, that'll do it. If they get that message, I'll, I'll feel better. And I just made that up, but I mean, you, you get the point. It, I think that's the sort of the underlying message. These are people who change our lives every day, and it's all for the good. Well, well, that that was pretty good on the fly. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Uh, Robert, just in closing here, uh, more general question. What issue faces architects today that is keeping you up at night? It keeps me up at night. Uh, architect, well, I, you know, honestly, I think it's the question that was outlined by this video. I don't think architecture is well enough understood. I think our architects face tremendous pressures in the marketplace. And uh, so when we see federal agencies that are asking for too many competitors in a, in a competition, and they're changing that, by the way, at, at, at our behest, and thank goodness, uh, when they're, uh, because that's very expensive to do, it costs, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to enter sometimes their, their contests. Uh, or when we see developers who are asking architects to do more for less, and it puts pressure on the quality of the products that they're uh, working on, uh, that I think those are challenges that face today's architects. They, uh, and part of that, though, really has to do with what their uh, the demands of contemporary society, which want more done more quickly, because that you know we're all impatient, we all tweet as opposed to read novels. Uh, so that's part's just a function of our culture, but part is also, I think, a lack of understanding about the value that the architecture can bring when it's properly thought partnered with, executed. Um, so I would say that it's, it's literally the, the contemporary marketplace. I'd, I'd say that's one of our greatest challenges. You know, and a couple of years ago, there was, I, I was hearing just among, you know, kind of out there in the world, I guess, some criticism of the AI in terms of uh, maybe sole practitioners being unhappy or just architects in general not feeling like the AI was representing their interests. Uh, and then, of course, the repositioning effort happened. There's I've seen a substantial amount of investment into, first of all, identifying what problems people are facing, then coming up with solutions to it. How would you feel that the AI, and I know it's a large organization and there's a lot of moving pieces, but mm -hmm. how would you feel about the direction that it's headed and, and trying to respond to the, the needs of the members? Well, we, that is what repositioning is all about. Uh, we're in a new century. We have a new set of opportunities in front of us. And we're changing the organization fundamentally to uh, serve our members. And our members, uh, the, the majority of the firms in, uh, in our organization are small. Uh, so we have uh, what we call knowledge communities where people get together and meet. We have a small firm roundtable now that we did not have where 
uh, small firm practitioners can talk about the things that are germ germane to their own work. We have a custom residential network that's highly active and actually very passionate about the work that they're doing. And that, those tend to be very small practitioners. Uh, but we also have uh, the large firms, and, and the large firms have a, a set of needs that are somewhat different from the small firms. We're a big tent that represents basically the entire profession. And we're trying to find what people's needs are and how we can best represent them and then be entirely aggressive about uh, meeting those needs. I think the small firms are, are now being met uh, much better than they were just a few years ago, and the large firms as well. Uh, we're, on a, we're on a track, we're on a, a path towards success, and it's all coming about through change. One of the things that we're doing to change dramatically through the repositioning, uh, we our board of directors approved uh, the digital transformation of the American Institute of Architects at its meeting last week on Wednesday. And uh, so our entire digital presence is going to be radically transformed. This comes at our request and their uh, agreement and, and their work uh, in helping us arrive at this moment. So people are going to, in the future, they're going to know us through our digital footprint, through our websites. Uh, we're going to have a separate site for the public, a site for our members. We're going to be able to serve up content uh, more effectively, so we'll recognize you when you come to the site. We're going to have robust databases. We're making partnerships with other companies. I mean, the AI is on the move. We're really changing. And one of the, you know, uh, is dramatic evidence of this was the fact that our board of directors changed. We'd been trying for 40 years to reduce the size of our board of directors. Many, many studies had said that this needed to take place. And uh, in Chicago, uh, the delegates at our convention voted to reduce our board from 52 to 16. That's a dramatic increase, uh, a dramatic decrease in the size of the board and an increase in flexibility. We're going to be a more nimble organization. We literally can address this new century more effectively in the future. And at the same time, we set up uh, basically a think tank, a strategic council to address the important issues of our time. And what are they? Emerging professionals. What's, going to, what, what's the future of our profession and, and who's going to enter it and why? Uh, diversity and uh, gender issues. We don't have enough women. We don't have enough minorities. And we, we're going to work on that through this strategic council. What's the opportunity for a, a practitioner who wants to work abroad if you happen to live in Omaha? And the fact is, you know, there actually are opportunities for you. In fact, uh, the people that you hire in your own office may in fact come from Indonesia or uh, Malaysia today. That's not new. Uh, and many of the building products that you're already using come from elsewhere, China, India, who knows, Italy. Um, and that's not at all uncommon. We are in a global world, and we've not had, uh, I would say, the dialogue among ourselves about what opportunities exist for us. So we're looking not to be a static organization. We're not a bureaucracy. We're basically uh, representing the, the 85,000 members of this organization. It's just us. We're figuring out where we're going to work and how, and we're going to help ourselves provide the resources and, and uh, the leadership to improve our our standing in the marketplace. Now, there's a Build LLC is an architecture design build firm based in Seattle, and they have a popular blog post where they've talked about the fact that they're not AI members, and they've broken it down just to ROI, return on investment, saying you know for the fees that uh, that we would be paying into the AI, uh, we don't see it, the justification 
uh, to become members. I personally am a member of the AI, even though, you know, well, for a smaller for practitioner, you. it is, yeah. it is, it is an investment. But I, I sure. know as well that you had a smaller firm. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, can you respond to that? Can you maybe just uh, tell us about why people might consider joining the AI, even if there's not a direct uh, return on investment? Yeah. Uh, well, number one, uh, we don't want to dwell in the past, and uh, no architect does. And th- that firm in Seattle that you mentioned probably has its reasons, and I don't know that we'll ever have 100% participation. Uh, we have 107 or 8,000 registered architects in the United States, and architects tend to be, uh, we're a critical lot, and for some of us this will work, and for others it won't. Uh, having said that, we've got over half of the of those practitioners, and we need each other. We need each other to be able to advance. We face pressure in the marketplace. We need an advertising campaign. Only by coming together can we do these things. Uh, We joined together in 1857 to address, basically, uh, advocacy questions. How can we lobby? How can we uh, work with with, uh, legislatures and with with, uh, 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 clientele? And we do that really effectively. Just this year, we, we in a bad Congress, we got two pieces of legislation changed. One having to do with the rehab of uh, existing structures for energy. Now, your friend in Seattle didn't help pay for that, but you did. And he's benefiting from it, and he doesn't even know it. But he's basically, you know, he's just looking after his own interests when, in fact, other people got together and said, this is not good enough. We need to change this piece of legislation. That's what you do when you join together. And that's part of what the AI did last year. That was an exciting legislative victory uh, that would not have happened if we didn't have an organization. Individuals can't do that. It, small firms can't do that. What did he get out of it? Well, if he does rehab work in federal facilities, he might have gotten tens of thousands of dollars in benefits for himself and his clients. Um, that's just one small example. It, he's going to benefit from the advertising campaign. You helped to pay for it. He didn't. Uh, he's going to get the benefit of the word about architecture rising in the general population. Um, and, you know, that doesn't count the continuing education that we all are required to have uh, that we provide the majority of. We've just launched a, an online university 24-7. It's excellent, and the quality of it is growing. And he, in fact, can take those courses but he'll have to pay more as a non-member, plus our honor awards and just celebrating our own work. Some of us are independent by nature and we'll we'll never choose to join. But I think the proof is the majority of us do, and we need each other in the 21st century to really achieve these goals. I'm always excited here. I, I see things. I've been a member since I've graduated from architecture school, and it's done nothing but advance my career. And if you want to advance your career, this is a good place to do it. Well, thank you very much. And I know that I was talking with uh, the founders of CRAN, which is the Knowledge Community Custom Residential Architects Network within the AIA, and they did express the fact that when they brought up the fact that there wasn't a place for residential architects, that the AI basically said, why don't you create something? And they did. So I think that's a good example, you know, at least of, of people taking the initiative to create something of value. So thank you for joining us today. Mr. Ivy? Well, Enoch, it was great being with you and a good conversation. Wonderful. Well, Robert Ivy, FAIA, is the Chief Executive Officer of the American Institute of Architects. Thank you for joining us today, talking about the new public awareness campaign for the AI. And once again, thank you for your service in terms of architects and the AI. 
I'm glad to be doing this, Enoch. I feel really honored, and thank you so much for for reaching out to me. Have a good week and happy holidays. Bye-bye. You too. Same to you. And that's a wrap for another show about the business of architecture. To get more resources about how you, as an architect, can run a rewarding business that is both fun, flexible, and profitable, visit businessofarchitecture.com and click the Join button to claim your free account to Business of Architecture Insider. As a member, you'll have access to free tools and resources to help you get more clients, start a new firm, and much more. You'll also get access to my book, Social Media for Architects, where you'll learn how to use internet tools for fun and for profit. Until next week, this has been The Business of Architecture. expressed on the show by my guests do not represent those of the host and I make no representation, promise, guarantee, pledge, warranty, contract, bond, or commitment except to help you conquer the world. Bump music credit to Ben Folds 5, Do It Anyway.